Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. That's us. Welcome to episode two, EFTM, the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Um, it's lovely to be in your ear holes. Bowen, welcome. Hello, Trev. Good to see you, mate. Great to be back for episode two. And Jeffrey, oh, mate, you're looking fantastic this week as Thanks, usual. Thanks, mate. Dressed up for this one. You did. You did yeah. well. Put some chinos on and tuck my shirt in. <laughs> he has tucked his shirt in. Have you got a belt on as well? Yeah, I got my belt on with the big buckle. Got to keep that showing. Right. The big buckle. What shoes have you got on? Because Trevor warned you last brown, week. Brown you leathers. Got, you got socks on, so that's yeah, okay. Never Always. come in here with. I no, oh, didn't check though. Thank you for yep. d- double checking. That's, that's a right. little weird though. It's the first. Thing oh, I show us your ankles. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're actually going to start uh, this week talking about our EFTM Best Awards, which will be the third year yeah. we've done them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to run through over the next couple of weeks a mm-hmm. few of the categories that we are debating because we as a team <laughs> make the decision. Yep. I make the final decision. Um, <clears throat> well, this is what we're here to do. And but we thought we'd share the, the, the dear dedicated listener in the process. You'll obviously yep. pretty much get exposed to the, the likely winners at some point, but that's yep. okay. We're, we're cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to run through some of that. We, we probably will touch on the NBN. We will uh, we'll talk yes. about Bodog planning to do a lot more barbecuing. Mm. Old mate loves a bit of meat. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind I, 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 I put in my meat. vote today, actually. Um, <laughs> we're also going <laughs> to... That's just inappropriate, Jeff. I know. Look, this Mate, that is, wasn't even me. We I just have the explicit tag on the podcast, I know, but you know, sometimes it's just you got to be decent. And Jeff, I'm right. going to probably not off for a few minutes while you talk about coffee. Mate, it's point? an important thing to have this conversation. I'm, I'm looking forward Whatever. to it. Boys, I was driving up the Pacific Highway in Sydney the other day, and mm. behind me was a, a very recent model, recent year, BMW I don't know, X, what's the biggest X they've got? X5. X5, X7, have they got a bigger one than that? They have an X6, but it doesn't yeah, look... That's right, right yeah. yeah. So it was a big X5. Back. It was kind of just after school drop-off time, so it was probably a mum. Of course it was. Behind the wheel... Stereotype. Yeah, yeah oh, mate, don't worry. I'm about to get massive okay, in a stereotype. Okay. All right, let's start. Behind the wheel was a driver, yeah. female, mm. yep. face mask. You know, yeah, the, you know, like, the, a oh, like a surgical you know, mask. The, yeah, surgical mask. But this, it looked like she just pulled her shirt over her, right. over, over up to her nose because her hands mm. were also like the jacket had been pulled up. It was the same color. It was the pink jacket had been pulled over her hands to be on the steering wheel and the nose. Hang oh. on. You know, you know, you can get those face masks in different colors now too. It's okay. become a fashion thing. Either way, yeah, right. whether or not she's pulled a jacket over her face or yep. she's wearing a face mask. Why is anyone wearing a face mask in Australia? Well, mate, maybe and you... I'm just going to say it right now. There's a particular community that do it a lot. It's an East Asian thing. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a, yeah. It, look, it is an Asian thing. I've Breaking seen news: If you've been to East Asia, that's where you need to wear a mask. Mm. Yeah, it's disgusting, filthy joint with the air quality that shouldn't be even breathed. Yeah, it's a shithole. But coming back to Australia, <laughs> you don't need them. Dead set, you don't need them unless someone's cracking them in the car. Mm. You don't need to be wearing face masks. Look, I think you'll find it's, uh, its origins lay in uh, traditional Chinese medicine. Um, they Have believe you looked this up? East Asians believe that breathing in and out is obviously a very important part of health. National Geographic and, then, comes and, out. and often they're not wearing it because of pollution. I think you'll also find, um, you know, throughout history they've faced all sorts of crises, um, epidemics, pandemics, SARS, bird flu. They do it to Mate, protect others is, from themselves. This is the not person NPR. probably had a cold. So what? They're wearing a face mask by themselves in the car yep. in case people outside the car are going to get sick? That's a cultural thing. Oh, come on. That's bullshit. She probably wandered into the Westfield about half an hour later and didn't want to infect the whole place. This is the, the sort of people that these East Asian... So you reckon she's actually more polite? Yes. So, yeah, so, so exactly. So you're saying yeah. that when we walk, if I walk down the street and someone walks towards me with a, with a medical, surgical-style mask on... Yep, yep. And I, my, They're crook. yeah, my thought is, dude, chill out. The air's mm. great mm. here. Mm. You're saying mm. that they may well be crook, mm. or just have a little little sniffle cough, and they're trying to look after other that's, people that's, because culturally, that's the way they're ingrained. That's exactly right. That's a hundred percent. That's a lie. That. Like, because I surgical masks work one way. I mean, it's designed for the surgeon, obviously, not to have their their you know mouth borne diseases blown onto the patient. It no, doesn't isn't filter it the other pollution. Way no, no, it's isn't not it the other so way that they don't get I don't know blood and stuff on themselves? No, in their no, mouth? they wear glasses and masks. That, and that is why they have them, yeah. so they're not breathing yeah. in or breathing out anything. Mm. Yeah, right. I'm Look, blown away by that. That is yeah. actually. Very interesting. I didn't do research on it. I just heard. And you were about to get so ranty too, Trev. No, I, I ranted. That was that was wasn't going to be a long. Oh, was rant. that it? 
in Japan, a, a lot of know. teenagers are wearing, uh, as you said, there's different variations. Yeah. They're very chic designs on them. It's but become I, a bit of a fashion item. I, I think probably the original purpose was to not make people sick. And yeah. I think you're right. Mm. But I also think there's some who are just taking the piss and don't want to smell others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably a bit of both. Yeah, a little bit you of both. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm right. going yeah. to sit on the fence for both of you and yeah. say, well, maybe maybe she's just Who rude. made you judge and jury? I, I figured I was, I'm sitting in the middle, basically. Yeah, yeah. I got shirt tucked in. He'd be a good judge. He's very impartial. He's got his shirt tucked in, so he's, I'm a, he's I'm a master negotiator. Have you come straight from work? Do you have oh, a job? No, I went home first. Okay, okay. Oh, mate, my day anyway. Come you on. did not go to work. Today. I went to the office. Went to um, what do they call it? What was that place? Opera House. Benelong. Benelong. <laughs> went to Benelong. The Opera House. Had yeah. a feast and then uh, went back to the office. Did some interviews. Went home, had some dinner. He's taken over the Penske file from me. Mm. <clears throat> that's uh, that's interesting. All right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm you know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna no longer initially judge, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a second eye now, yeah. because if you're walking on your own mm. in a, in an area where there's no one else, yeah. What? I mean, there is. Well, why don't you just walk up to him and ask him why are you wearing the mask? Because they. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't talk to people. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say, if, you if you're on the radio every night of the week, you're talking yeah, but, to people. Yeah, but that's just talking to a microphone. It's not very people. different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very different thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't do. I you hate... don't like being in the presence of other no. humans. No. Aside from us, because well, well, even that. It's, it's only once a week. Once though. a week. Yeah. Small days. After uh, five <laughs> days at CES, it gets pretty. Um, it gets pretty edgy. It does. Does now, it? Does, I, mate. It's so antsy. So tense. That's why I drink a lot. <laughs> oh, but you started that early, so you pre- predicted that, did you? It's Vegas, baby. Um, we, we mentioned last week if you have views or thoughts and opinions on the show, and we do really appreciate all the people that did yeah. go to the trouble of, yeah, of posting messages. Uh, many of them were, were very positive and want to be clear, mm. we actually quite want, even though we might be narky back at you for fun, yeah. um, we do want the, not cons- not negative, but constructive feedback because we're going to smash away at this for a few weeks. Mm. Totally agree. Probably years. Um you know, we've got to evolve. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I think it was Andrew from Melbourne, said to me, it was okay, but I'll give you three shows. Mm. You know, you kind of got to get right. your shit together. I'm yeah, like, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Good call. Good call. So he's given us three warnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We were on our first warning. Okay, fair okay. enough. Which is fine. Others say it's 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 no, great and it's exactly what they feel wanted. Feel free to be brutal. I, I mean, I'm somewhat pumped. I mean, I'm someone, say it was, it all. someone say it was too long, but okay. Yeah. Listen to it in two days. We didn't actually spread really it keep a counter going, did we? Who cares? Well, that's it. But the other thing I did suggest last week was that people use voice bite. To, yeah. to send uh, comments in. Yeah. Um, so VoiceBite, an app you download and you record 15-second voice grab. So you sure. can say something so to maximum. us. Yeah, maximum 15 seconds. So you might say something stupid. You mm. may so, so you may give feedback. So first piece of feedback is uh, is from Rob the Intern. Okay. All right. A shout-out to the three blokes from EFTM on their brand-new podcast. I didn't stop laughing from start to finish, and Jeff was the breath of fresh air that I hoped he would be. This podcast has been long fucking overdue. Congratulations, boys. <laughs> Look forward to episode two. Now, how much did you well, pay him, Jeff? Because mate, that is the biggest like load of bullshit. That I've is incredible. Ever said. You know why he's saying that? Because we're sharing a room in Vegas in January. I'm just saying. I don't know what that means, mate. What do you suggest is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and I won't be able to tell you when we get back either. We're not sharing rooms again, are we? Yeah, mate, what, how much money do you think we have? I've got that sleep apnea problem, Trev. You're going to be up on mate, I'm co- Mate, but I'm up anyway, so there's yeah, no drama. Right, I'll yeah, wake true. you up doing radio interviews. Okay. Bad luck. You know That's what? That, I'll tell you what. The most bizarre experience I've had of late was trying to get some sleep and listening to this dickhead do radio, do a radio show on the all, other side all, of my All excited bed. and perky. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's awful. It's anyway, sickening. I used to be on the radio. Good times. <laughs> EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. All right, let's get into the uh, the best awards. So EFTM best awards, we this is purely us. This is not some you know we don't take fifteen cars on a on a test drive and say one of them accelerates no. faster than the other. Mate, we just go what stuff we've used, what stuff we like, yep. and what deserves a plaque. And we and Correct. listen, I'm not like some people who just make a little image and put it on their website. I physically get plaques made. We send it to people and they yep. they love it. They recognize they love the recognition. So they're beautiful. We're probably going to end up with, I don't know, 15, 20 categories this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some we're definitely going to get rid of because they're rubbish. Yes. But there's a couple that we need to debate. The first one is going to be innovation. That's so a best huge, innovation. Huge category, right? Now, now we as all I put recall, our entries in. As I recall, yep. these are the three entries. Go ahead. Jeff, yep. Princess, Medallion, Cruises. What the, the, ocean, the Ocean Medallion. Now, the reason I put this as best innovation is not because the technology inside it is so breakthrough, but it's because of the impact it's having on the industry it's going into. So cruising, very old demographic that, that are mostly cruising, except for myself. Mm. 
they're changing the You're way. You're the that, only exception. I'm probably the only exception, <laughs> but they're changing the way that people get on board with the ship, how they enter their their rooms, how they order drinks. It's all being done with this ocean medallion, which basically is using near field communication to recognise them. But so it's tap and go. Not even tap and go. It's proximity. Oh right. It's proximity. So, so you it's walk an app. towards. No, no. It's a like I wish I should have brought it actually because they gave me one today. It's like a twenty cent coin. Right. Yeah, so essentially you can wear it on a necklace, wear it on your wrist. As you start Does to walk open towards your, your door? door, yep, you just open the door handle, lets you in. As you get on and off the ship for your, you know, your shore excursions, it knows you when you've gotten off, when you've gotten on. Um, if you're going to the bar to buy a drink, it knows who you are. How does it know if it's proximity? How does it know which one you are? Because you might they, just be standing near the bar. You Bowen could be just sitting there talking to people, right? And. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, you threw him in it quickly. <laughs> and and he might be paying for everyone's drinks. Well, wouldn't that be nice of him? Because mm. before it used to be a card. So to, no, but to give answer context, my question, how does that work? It if knows, three it knows who's there, at the bar. It knows who you are because it will, they'll, they'll see it on their screen and go, well, there's there's Trevor. We can see his face because you've uploaded it okay, in your profile. All right, that's inf- extra information okay, we didn't have. Good. There's a lot to it. It, it will take the show to explain yeah, it. Yeah. But no, essentially, don't. it just takes away that card. You can go swimming with it. It really is your one thing you have to carry on the whole cruise. And I think technology, we can explain it because it's very easy to understand. So it's not the best innovation, but it's the best innovation because of how easy it's going to be for 60, well, 70, like, 80 year olds. You can stop there because you've just said it's not the best innovation. No, no. But you have to understand the context. The context is important. Now, in innovation, you might as well say... It's the best say, innovation for old people who go cruising. I feel... I feel like I'm in a corner here. I don't well, like this. Is it, a game, is, it, is it not a game changer, this thing? It's a game changer in cruising, but of course really? it is. It's a game changer. So it's only on the Princess fleet, right? Only on stage. Princess, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right here, Bodog. Anyway, what Kirby. was yours? Yeah. Well, I've got a couple that I'm tossing and okay, turning about, right? Okay. The first one is the baby Arlo monitor. Now, this is fantastic, Trevor. It's a baby monitor. And I only discovered yesterday that I was actually the first person in the country to trial this particular product about five months ago, which coincided with the birth of my son. It's a baby monitor, uh, which connects to your Wi-Fi network. It has some phenomenal features built into the app. I mean, I can sense the temperature in his room, the humidity levels, the, the quality. quality of the air. It's hey, uh, air amazing high-definition mm. vision. So if Henry needs to wear a little face mask. Yeah, well, this but seriously, is, why? Why do you have an air quality? I'll tie in another product in just a moment, which helps which with the air quality. In this case, it shits itself. Mate, no, 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 I don't me... want to break it to you, but if the quality of the air is bad, the kid could, could get quite sick. It's, why would it rapidly it change in the if you've room. got a crook kid, basically. I mean, it's, um, you know, if you've got a, a kid that's an asthmatic, you'd want to know these things. But does it actually it go up and It picks up volatile deal? substances. Yes. So if you fill the room yeah. full of Glen 20 disinfectant spray, it'll send it into the red. No so way. It'll know okay. about I that, know that pretty quickly. Right. But Thank God it, he doesn't you know, have kids. I can stream the vision of this particular camera to a 65-inch TV through Apple TV. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've got it on my phone. I can check it right now. I can see him asleep, resting peacefully hopefully at home as we speak mm-hmm. um the night vision's extraordinary and it's just it's just all through a simple arlo app which incidentally i use for the security cameras i've got throughout the house as well okay it's 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 really the holy grail as i said i think in the review of baby monitors it's so full review app. not is cheap it, 400 it bucks eftm.com mm-hmm. um i'm i'm gonna say my feedback on that straight up is uh, innovation wise mm-hmm. um it's it's not like i think i've given the arlo cameras innovation mm-hmm. before I think putting that into a baby monitor is pretty amazing innovation. Mm. So in the in the this is a problem. It's the same with the cruising. It's very yeah. it's it's in the baby monitor space. It's a massive mm. it's a massive leap forward. Mm. Yes. What's the other one? Well, I was going to mention it's a Dyson product, and they are known for innovation. Of course, Trevor, as you know, they're pure cooling tower and purifier. Mm. Now, this is something we use every day. Just and a fan, isn't it's it? I was just going to say, you just walked around your house and looked at all the stuff you've got. It's in Henry's room. Right. So when the baby Arlo says the um, conditions in there are a little bit abnormal, we turn this on and it filters the air. It's incredible. Okay. And you know what? It makes a noticeable difference. Not in a huge space. So a space we're in here now, which is Trevor's garage, basically... It's the EFTM studio. If, mate. for example, you burnt, you know, if you burnt the toast or something, it'd get it dismer- completely filter the the smell of burnt toast out of the air within fifteen minutes. It's that right. good, and it's all again run through uh, the Wi-Fi ne- network via the Dyson app, so I can turn it on wherever I am, set a temperature. It uh, can heat the room. It doesn't cool the room in terms of an air conditioner. It yeah. acts as a, a normal pedestal fan would, mm. but it's just a, a fin- one of those things that is just all about connectivity, which I'm really, really impressed by. Is in that terms your of only smart two? home? Innovations. Look, yeah, at this point in time, I'm okay. very impressed You've with those br- two you products. You brushed the Nest Smoke Alarm? That's a $700 product. The Nest Smoke Alarm, I've been thinking about it, Trevor. It may come in handy one day if I have a fire. 
But that's you'd, th- you'd hope so, yeah. yeah. Again, it's an innovation that only shows its That's right, yeah. yeah. Like an insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's right. a clever little device. It does have a, a you know a little nightlight to it as well. So There's some activity in your garage. Yeah, I know. Sure. Nest is sending me a message saying I just noticed some activity in the garage. That, that'd be the cat. He gets locked up in there at night. So right. my nomination for best innovation... Yeah, please. Because I thought Bowens were shit. Oh, I'm not shit, but I just don't, I don't I don't buy them yet. Okay, I'm not sold. Right. I'm just going to say to you, Jeff, yeah. if you were a parent, you'd, you'd think Arlo was pretty amazing. Yeah. I probably would. And, not, and that's not it's not, the most no, used no, device no, in our house. No, no. For the reason I say it's not that great is because we're talking about innovation, and yeah. I think the Arlo has a lot of products in it mm. that aren't new. Yeah. It just puts it all into one device. So I'm going with Apple's yep. Do Not Disturb While Driving. I just think, so what Apple did here was do nothing to the hardware. They did nothing. They didn't require an app to be installed. They just they just created a function within every single iPhone running iOS 11 that says you go to settings, do not disturb, and you can enable do not disturb while driving. It can ha- come on automatically when it detects you that you're moving fast. Mm-hmm. A lot of false positives you get on a, a, a train that says you're driving, you just say, no, I'm not. Yep. You can also, probably better way to do it is you can set it up so that it, it connects and it turns on do not disturb while driving Whenever you get in your car, because as soon as you connect to your car's Bluetooth, your phone knows and bingo, you're in do not disturb mode. Now, while you're in that mode, if you send me a text message, Mm. you will automatically, within milliseconds, get a response that says, I'm currently driving, Mm. I'm not getting messages, I'll get to it when I'm when I'm when I'm. And you can customise that message too. You can, yes. That, yeah. And then you immediately get a, a, the second message says if it's urgent, reply with the word urgent. Correct. So if if you're saying come home, you forgot the milk or whatever, or like having um, a heart attack. Whatever, say yeah. say the word urgent, and the the original message will push through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now why wouldn't they just ring you if it's urgent? You'd hope so. Lazy, you know. I'm yeah. just going to say that I am absolutely 100 percent guilty of texting and driving, mm. of looking at my phone more yep. often than I should. Mm. I'm I'm guilty, right? Right. And since I've done this, I just don't do it anymore. Mm. So I just on. don't give a rat. So are you using it? Yes, every day. I are use it. Yeah, every day. I mean, I turned it even off. if you're not touching your phone, you still look down. You at still it. look you down. You know at you've it. got a message. You look down yeah. and have a look at the message, and that's just as dangerous as touching. And it. even you know what happens for the first week? You you, you, turn, you press the power button. And you go, I'm going to have a look, and it says you, you do not see while driving's yeah. on. You, ha- mm. you you can't open your phone until you say I'm not driving. I'm not driving. And yeah. mate, you physically say that, mm. and it it. Gen- it genuinely makes a difference to you mentally. And I, I yeah. just go, you know what? This thing will save lives. The problem is it's opt-in. Correct. Okay? So, you know, parents can't just assume their kids have got it on. It's opt-in. Mm-hmm. So, But it, it creates a whole new conversation too. Parents should be talking to their kids, their teenage kids, about whether or not they've got this For on. Sure. Um, the, the phone should be in the glove box. There's a whole bunch of other things there. You'll know it's on if you text them. <clears throat> well, totally. <laughs> it's a good now, point because you won't get the message. Yeah, I just right. think that it is the simplest thing. and. I'm also judging it partly on their response. I've never had a response to... Like, I obviously, when an Apple product is launched, I do a bunch of media interviews and things. Sure. But this is a, a simple software feature mm. that was announced at WWDC, the yep. Worldwide Developers Conference. So many people had interest in this thing. Mm. I've just been blown away by it. Yeah. I just think it is a game changer. I don't think any enough people are using it yet, but I think we should we should acknowledge the fact that it is an unbelievable innovation that a manufacturer and a software developer at the operating system level mm. introduced to their phone. It's okay. almost a hidden feature. I mean, a Correct. lot of people don't even know about it. Correct. I, I told true. one of our friends about it recently, and they were blown away. And, yeah. and also, it doesn't necessarily have to run through Bluetooth. It, it can recognize the fact yeah. that you're moving. That you're moving. That's right. It's yeah. an issue if you're a passenger, it'll think you're driving. Yeah, but that's all right. You just say, I'm not. Exactly. You just have totally. to So it, yeah. it's very clever. And you're so right, just a software update. I, I hear your... And I'm just going to say, I think Arlo's great, but mm. it's, it's not a winner mm. in this category. I think the medallion is, is better than both the Arlo and the Dyson. Mm. I was going to say. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's just a fancy casino. <laughs> can you, That's all it is. I mean, what happens if you fucking lose it? Can you lose just, what? The medallion? Yeah. Just Jeff, another one. Jeff, Sorry, does mate. your ego ever fucking stop? Hang on, what do you mean? It actually is better, though. Your ego or... No, no, no the, the medallion. medallion. Okay. Well, when are you it's going gone. on a cruise? I've, man, I've been on four of them. Really? I, I pay for them. I love cruising. I wasn't accusing you of not paying. <laughs> no, I just oh, you're work. saying this will probably lead to a so cruise. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just suggesting that that's, that is a good innovation. And yeah, it's fantastic. Save for the Do Not Disturb While Driving, that's a winner. Mm. But I would be surprised if Do Not Disturb While Driving doesn't win this one. Mm. Uh, that's an interesting thought. How do we do this? Are we are we going back out to our listeners to I, cast their votes? I'm or? just saying what we might do is leave it, if, if in this case we're not fully resolved. Yeah. Um, we're not suggesting the listeners get to cast a vote, but I would be interested in feedback. I'd love their yeah? feedback on it. So voice bite, download voice bite, and what you do is you record a, an audio piece and you hashtag it EFTM. So if you just hashtag EFTM, yep. I can just search for it. If you also want to then tweet it out 
and mention at EFTM, we, we'll see it quicker. No problem. But I'll try and remember every every time we record to go and search. But uh, you can, or, or that, you can I jump, watch it all day. Jump on oh no, so do I. Yeah, <laughs> jump, I watch you that hashtag all day. Jump on the Facebook yeah. page, jump on Twitter, and just hashtag EFTM. It's the best, easiest hashtag in the world, apart from the yep. the odd inappropriate content that, that appears. Really. Oh, don't you see that stuff? Yeah, it's awful. Uh, I mean, well, awful, awful when the kids walk in. Um, it's, it's all it's all leaning our way. Like the content. I really don't know what that means. The content is male oriented. Strange way of phrasing it's, it's, it. Yeah, yeah it's straight. Fair enough. Um, hashtag EFTM. Jump on the Facebook page. Leave yeah. us a message. Whatever you want. Um, you can even send us an email via the website EFTM.com. Um, I would be interested in people's views. Uh, we're talking about best innovation. Um, I think do not disturb while driving. Jeff thinks Princess Cruise medallion thing. Bowen thinks Baby Arlo or the Dyson Air Pure Humidifier. We'd be interested in your views. Absolutely. At, at EFTM. <laughs> And we do it thanks to the good people at Alcatel who uh, were sponsors of Your Tech Life and uh, sticking around for EFTM. And one of the great phones that you can get if you're looking for uh, maybe your first smartphone, smartphone for the kids, the A3XL 6-inch Alcatel smartphone, $179. Buy it outright at Vodafone. And then there's the A5, which is also available at, uh, at Vodafone for $99. These are great smartphones for the kids, the first phone, or for someone who just needs a new phone and they understand they need to finally get a smartphone. So if you've been mucking around with an old dumb phone with buttons and a screen for all these years and you finally want to get uh, a phone that has apps and Facebook and those things, Alcatel has everything for you. Check them out at Vodafone or just search Alcatel online. This is the Right, well, that's um, that's leading me to the rundown again because it's very important that I know what's next. The NBN. Mm. Oh God! <sighs> I'm just going to say I recorded two blokes talking tech with Fennec today, and I wanted that to be an NBN free zone, but we went for half an hour on it. Yep. Guarantee we're not going to talk for half an hour on this, folks. No. So if you're not interested in the NBN, trust me, we're not going to go too hard. Skip forward a few seconds. Just just 45, well, maybe a bit in. more, something like that. But <sighs> four corners. The so, ABC, the bastion of journalism in Australia. What a complete and utter waste of time that was. Yeah, so look, we all knew that this show was coming because we saw the ads for it, and it was basically titled, What's Wrong with the NBN? So straight away we knew the way that that documentary, whatever you want to call it, was going to lean. And I got called out for that. Campbell from Gizmodo, because I wrote an article about the, the, the high price of fibre installations, and I said in the article, yep. this is in the lead-up uh, Four Corners beat-up of the NBN, and I wrote in brackets, because look at their press release, it said, what's wrong with the NBN? That was the and name it mentioned nothing positive about the NBN. Correct. Yeah. We, we learnt nothing new on so Monday is, night. This is the thing. So I, I sat through and watched. I, originally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ignore it. Stay off Twitter because all the all these people are going to go on there and say, see, see, we should be all on fibre, whatever. I watched it. They focused on New Zealand. They focused on a town called Dunedin, which has a population of 125,000. They've got fibre in that town to those people. What were the numbers that uh, 35%, 35% have fibre? 35% of them have, have taken it up. Have taken up fibre. And 90% of them sign up to the 100 meg plan. Which is their slowest plan. Which is their slowest. So They have no option to go lower than that. So they can, they can get gigabit, but 90% of them go for 100. Mm. Yet everyone in Australia is screaming that we should have fibre and gigabit internet. Now, you two have both got fibre. Yeah, all I three, have. we should, we should uh, go back a step here for people. We've all got NBN. I do. I got it a couple of months ago for the first time via the HFC, which is the pay TV cable. Yep. Bowen's had it twice at two different homes, both yeah. fibre to the home. Yep. And you've got a your fiber. your display home mm-hmm. fiber to the home. It's now a home. Let's yes. be honest. It's no longer a display home. Trevor. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, yes, I've, I've got fiber yeah. to my house. And what are you defending him for? Oh, because he's a good mate of mine. He contributes Thanks, a lot to the show. Didn't you hear that? Play that voice. Yeah, thing no. Yeah, I'd love to hear Breath that. Oh, yeah. Can I get that as my ringtone? <laughs> ringtone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> now we are lucky. We do have fiber to the home. But the see, look, Trev. I've got to say, originally I was anti NBN. I worked at a talkback station where the the main vibe. Of the conversation was that it's a waste of money. It's why do we need a Rolls Royce when you can get a Hyundai? But at the end of the day, why the hell did the Cretensing government dangle this in our in our faces to begin with? That you can get fibre to every friggin' home in the in the country because it was a great idea. It was a brilliant That's idea. Impossible? It no, it's not impossible. It just would have cost ninety to a hundred take how long billion dollars, and it wouldn't yeah. be half done by now. Exactly. No. Right now, we've got an MBN that's half done. Uh, 50% of Australian homes can get it. Mm-hmm. Only 3 million have actually signed up to it. Mm. But everyone has to sign up to it mm. if you want a service. Now, only 75% of, of homes are projected to sign up to the NBN because they know okay. that some people just, you know, I don't need a phone. I've got my mobile. I don't need internet. I've got my little dongle, whatever. Sure. But 
mate, I've got HF circuit, 100 meg. It's great. I don't need fiber. Mm. Three million homes around Australia have been switched on because of this technology. Fiber to the node is shit can big time as a bad technology, which, you know, Rob, the intern's getting 100 meg and he's on fiber to the node. Mm. If you live a long, long way from the node, you get shit speeds. Sure. Guess what? You live a massively long way from the exchange. Yeah, how was your ADSL? Yeah, how was your ADSL? It was awful. Yeah. If you were getting one or two meg, mm-hmm. you were lucky. And now you're going to get 25. Congrats on the upgrade. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And here's the number one. I just want everyone listening to say to people who bag the NBN or say it to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're saying the NBN shit, have you got the NBN? First question. Because mm. if you don't. Shut up. Shut up. Yep. Simple as that. If you do, then let's talk about who you connected with, mm-hmm. what speed you chose, yep. and what your technological problems are. And, and you know, I get them. I get a lot of calls, and I have a kind of a direct line to the NBN now because I get so many mm. complaints. So I yeah. have to pass them on to someone. And I see the resolution. 90% of the time, there's either a very clear reason for it or there's an upgrade plan in place or things like Good. that. It's it's really, mate, the number one problem right now is politics. Mm. We we just need to... If, if Malcolm Turnbull would just shut up, if Bill Shorten would just shut up, it'll all be fine. But, but, mate, they're never going to do that. But it's also those who are still upset and still, you know, hanging on to this whole, we should have had, we should have had. They're the ones that really need to stop because they're, it's like it's cancerous. You know, the more people that yep. they keep yelling at about it, doesn't help anybody. Steve Baxter, the entrepreneur who's a judge on Shark yeah. Tank, said Shark Tank, yesterday, yeah. he called, he said, anyone good who brings technology into the debate, so anyone mm. who says it should be fired but not fired to the node, mm. is, is like the anti-vaxxer of this debate. Yeah, right. He basically said you're polluting the conversation. Correct. And he says what we should be talking about is better customer service, more reliable speeds. Those are the two biggest Mm. issues with with real MBN customers. And most importantly, the telcos can't make a lot of money because of the the model that was put in place by the original government um, that, that is still in place. To pay the NBN back. We've, we've given the NBN $40 billion, mm. and we require them to pay us that back as taxpayers. And that money then get, gets back into the coffers, and yep. you know we're all square. Because they want it to be a profitable business, they want that money back, and then they want to mm. sell the business. If they write it off as an asset, yep. they just write it off, write mm. off the expense. We already owe $500 billion. Why not put another 40 against that? Yeah, why not? And then say, you know what? We own it. It's an asset. And it's then done. reduce the cost. Everyone could get faster internet cheaper. at cheaper prices. Yep. That's yeah. what we should be talking about. Yeah, I agree. And also, if ABC wants to do another documentary, maybe not only speak to gamers. Did you like? I mean, just notice also th- that stupid kid who gets up with his bloody with his gaming head headphones on, and his dad just going, "Oh, my poor son can't can't game well online." I'm, are you oh, serious? Poor Bubba. Like, is that get out and go for a problem? run, you fat slob? And he was fat. And he was fat. Yeah. My favourite though, did, you didn't watch it, didn't you? No, I didn't watch it. No. Uh, they were in Brisbane, and there's a couple that are. They went to New Zealand. There's this guy mm. who's a bazillionaire because he makes computer games, and he's got fibre to the f- mm. an asshole. Right? Yeah. He's got fibre everywhere. Mm. Then they go to this Brisbane couple who are game makers as well, mm. and this husband and wife, I'm assuming, standing there, bloke doesn't say a thing. Wasn't allowed. He wasn't allowed to talk. Wow. She just blah 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 yeah. blah. She Yankee. Had, she had just shoulders though. Yeah, she had big shoulders. Yeah, mate, under the thumb. This bloke, yeah. he wasn't allowed. To, he didn't say a thing in the whole story. Yeah, right. It was brilliant. And how was their experiment? Oh, this this is the thing that got me. Yeah. And I and I, I actually messaged Trevor about this one too. I said they've done an, a test where you upload five gig from my place and at the same time I'm going to give it to you on a USB stick and you're going to drive home and let's see which one so wins. So let's give the, for Bowen's example right mm. let's say um, you're my business partner because that was the example yep. and I've got this thing that you need here a video that you need to go and edit yep. so you're here standing with me and they say right I'm going to hit go on the upload you go in your car and Good you luck. beat me mm. it takes me an hour to upload it takes you 40 minutes to get home Jeff point out the flaw in this theory yes the simple problem is what about the time that it took for you to get to that bloke's house of to pick course. up the USB stick? Exactly they didn't right. factor that in. Yeah. He would have lost. Can I just ask one question? Yeah. We do have, well, fibre to the arsehole, a phrase you just <laughs> coined a moment ago. Yes, more, more fibre than wheat. You so. don't. Yeah. Are we more future-proof than you? I mean, No. I mean, I mean, okay, no, yeah. sorry, really? that's wrong. Yes, in you are. 15 to 20 because years time. 15 to 20 years, you, you, you'll never need anything upgraded ever. Exactly. Right? But this, this HFC this can is, be upgraded to 300... But, but, mate, we but can't we spend all this money. Why don't we just go fucking but all out? We only spent $40 billion. <laughs> We should have spent 100 and exactly. done it right. Exactly. But no, there's no appetite to do that. Uh, that and think, someone said to me today point, on Twitter, how is it possible that we were able to build but there will be. sewer systems, 
um, copper phone connections around yep. the whole country many years ago. I said, because politics was different back then. <laughs> yeah. And back then, a government went, well, we're going to build this thing and that's it and it's done. And they didn't argue about it for six years. Yeah, and there also wasn't things like social media where people could blow up and be heard. Yeah. You know, there's spastics online who are dead set making a big thing about it and they get retweeted and or they write their own blog and that shit goes viral. Mm. It's, it's those people that have a megaphone when they don't deserve one. I entertain them most of the time, but then I move on very quickly and I block them. Oh, you block? Yeah, I block after. I block when they when they step over the line. Like get so abusive. Today, no, not abusive because I'm, I'm more abusive than they are most mm. of the time. Name so, so today, no, yeah, or integrity. Really personal. So, mm. so they said to a lot of people today saying you're a, you're a mouthpiece for the NBN. I'm like, no, I'm not. I uh, thank you. Right. Um, and then they say um, NBN has groomed you, and I said, no, listen, fuckwits. Groomed you. Here's what? here's how I work. Weinstein style. And that's the kind of shit I say, right? <laughs> Come to my hotel no, room. Un- unlike. Probably nearly every other journo, I actually reach out to the NBN and I say, tell me this. I meet with them. I sit yeah. down and say, what's wrong with this? Yep. And then, you know what else I do? I talk to telco CEOs. Mm. Now, this people think, and again, we, we don't want to talk about rorts and junkets, but I was at Bathurst with Vodafone. Yep. And, you know, what? Well, I got to see great racing cars. I loved it. It was great. Mm. But do you know what else happened? We spent Saturday night having a barbecue and the CEO of Vodafone, mate, if he didn't invite me just for this reason... He he spent 15 minutes telling me why the pricing model was wrong and all his thoughts on that. And I disagreed with nearly everything he said. Yeah, right. But it was very useful to hear it because it allows me to form different... Mate, I speak to the telcos, yep. I speak to the NBN, and most importantly, I speak to actual fucking customers. Yes, I know. So I and I don't say. speak to politicians. So, mate, this bloke kept on going about Grim I just went, see you later, mate. You've stepped over the line. You're a fucking idiot. Yep. Blocked. Bye. See you. Have a good day. Mm. Done. Thank do you, you say have a good day? I like to finish no, that mate, way. He's, he's very polite, I don't Jeff. do polite, mate. Yeah, I do... Polite. Complete asshole. I do the opposite. If they come in strong, I go polite, and yeah. that just revs them up even more. Yeah. They love that stuff. Yeah, bring on the tweets. Hashtag EFTM. You've got a big uh, barbecue area in the display home, don't you? Yeah, mate. It's do. a proper. It was built Six, in. Is it built in? Yeah, oh, of course. Mate, that's my dream. Have you got fridges? No, not outside. Yeah. 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 Friends of ours have got that. Yeah. They've got the I fridges next to the Barbie. Mm. This is a good, a good thing. But, but how often are you going to use it? Seriously, like, yeah, I don't I've care. thought about it. Just to have it. Just to have it. Yeah. yeah. And then when friends come over, you quickly shove some beers in there and go, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With fridges. Okay, so I've got a WebEcue. <laughs> That's right. And it was a handy. Well, nothing wrong with that. No, I, I have a, a barbecue as well. <laughs> we yeah. we have a really crappy little patio at the back. Mm. My wife doesn't eat meat, so we don't barbecue a lot. But I'll try and do one barbecue a week where I'll just go and get a couple of steaks and a bunch of sausages. Love it. And mate, it's my fifteen minutes of just sitting sitting on my own and, and just put I put a Bluetooth speaker yep. out there mm. and I just enjoy the, the twenty minutes of cooking on the barbie. 100%. I'm a shit cook. But do you know what the barbecue works fine? Mm. I really like it. What is the big deal uh, these days? You've been to meat stock. Yeah. I'm the barb, it's just a whole I've got a Weber world. Genesis, which is more of a traditional style. It's a six burner barbecue. Yep. But the thing with Weber is it's it's hood down cooking, isn't it? So we you allow be, yeah. the smoke to you know rotate and really. So you meant to keep the hood down. You have to uh, keep the well. Depends what depends you're cooking. What you're depends doing. what you're I'm cooking. I'm just cooking steak yeah. and sausage. If you're right? putting some bacon and eggs, Don't not have necessarily. To. Yeah. But yeah, no. With a steak, you'd, you'd keep it down. I've got a I've, sear station, so I sear the steak for ninety seconds, and uh, you know you put the grill marks on it, shut the lid. Let it rotate for a little while. Open it up, turn it yeah. open, and you're done. I think everyone's got their own way of doing steak. Yeah. Um, some won't ever put the, the hood down. Some mm. won't never put it on the grill. Mm. They'll just put it on the hot plate. There's a hundred ways to do it. But mm. um, but it's true. About the point before about barbecuing, I was, I was on the phone to a mate on the way home today, and um, he was standing in front of his barbecue. I said, "How honestly, how good is it? It's you know daylight mm. savings time. Yeah. You're standing outside. He's having a beer and cooking a barbie for his family. I went... How good is that feeling? And it is, and I think it is that that's starting to grow because the more people you have around, the more exciting it is. You find yourself all standing around a barbecue. Mm. It's awesome. So, are you two into this smoker thing though as well? Because my father-in-law, Amanda's dad, yep. mate, he's got this Komodo dragon, mm. bloody, I don't know what it is. It's enormous. Yeah, right. You know, you put something on the morning. You might eat it that day if you're lucky. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's intense. Mm. It's a big deal. I haven't done any smoking yet. I uh, haven't you really? No, I know. Right. I know have people you? who have. We've been having discussions during the week away from you. We've kept you out of. This. <laughs> no, oh we, yeah, yeah. We did. What yeah, we're, we're gonna do is, one. We're gonna arrange a barbecue at my house using one of these smokers. We're right. gonna yeah. try and get our hands on one. I'm not sure which one yet. No, we'll find one. Got a couple in mind. Um, but I don't care you've done 10,000 steps don't interrupt my train of thought I haven't moved for the last 30 minutes but apparently I've done some steps underneath the desk we're going to have a red hot go at this this smoking style of barbecue Okay. yeah we bloody should because I mean 
going to meat stock was one of those events where you just went wow like the possibilities are huge mm. and actually eating the meat that people have been smoking for since the midnight um, since midnight yeah, was yeah. was amazing and so uh, what's the green egg the green egg is oh, is a barbecue is it a barbecue or a smoker can be both. It can oh, be right, because yeah, it's got yeah, this big underneath, because you've written about this. It's almost yeah, like a Weber Q, basically. But almost. It's, but it's got yeah. this really deep bottom. Is that where you, is that due to the smoking yeah, potential so you, of it? So you, so you can put smoking chips in there, but it's it's completely made of clay. It's heavy as. If they ever bring one to your place, Bowen, mm. they'll need a bloody truck to do it, because <laughs> right. they are so heavy. I know they're available at Bunnings, and that's not too far from where I live. <laughs> but yeah, well, they're, they're awesome. Oh, they the, can get XE, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty pricey. Especially these ones. Well, this one in particular is five grand. I mean, the biggest one, the extra extra large green egg is five grand you can get yep. one for just under a thousand yeah and you can regulate the temperature up to 350 degrees which is very hot for a barbecue oh absolutely yeah yeah but I've, I've seen people who just turn a, a 44 gallon drum into a smoker as oh, well yeah, mate, can... easy, to, easy to retrofit yeah, it exactly yeah I think my problem is I'm just too simple with food I just want a bloody steak. Well, I don't have I don't have that much patience to get up early no, in the it's morning a and start commitment. it. It's something you do at Christmas time, for example. Yeah. I mean, you know, I spend a lot of time. But who's with... investing in a barbie just for Christmas yeah, or maybe one yeah, other function? Yeah, but it's like people who've got pizza ovens. No one uses. My old man has a pizza oven. You, know, you never use it. So well, that would have made studio. sense when we thought you were a bloody Italian. Yeah, I know. Mm. No, we're not. But yeah, we have this pizza oven, and again, we don't use you it. You don't that use often. it, do you? Yeah. Not that often. No. You try it's and like get our bread. We got a bread maker. We never use a bread maker. Oh, that 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 was the biggest the fuck would you bullshit make product of the year, wasn't it? When that came it, out, it's it's a very again. This is the problem. It's a satisfying. I love bread. I worked in bakeries. My mum's partner's I a baker. In a bakery too. Oh, really? Yeah, mate, I did. Which one? Baker's Delight in Richmond. I worked at Baker's Delight, were we? Get the hell out of here. We ran a bakery in Edelong, the markets, the beachside bakery. But but get this. Yeah. Guess where our bread was made? I don't know. Long Bay Jail. Seriously? So my mum's partner, Gary, had a bakery in Long Bay Jail called the Hard Rock Bakery. Because it was made by... Was that by... disclosed to the customers? Yeah, no, no. It's Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know, actually. Um, uh, so it, it, was a, it was a corrective service. services industry. Yeah, right. So they make shirts, they make everything. And yeah. so I, I, a couple of weekends, I went down and, and worked there. And it's hilarious because you, you don't get to go into the corrective services industry unless you're doing serious time. Mm. So these blokes are mm. murderers. Mm. Like, I'm standing there, I'm cutting, we're doing, like, focaccia, like, big yeah, supply, yeah. and I'm cutting the shit there and, you know, making big things. This bloke next to me, cut, and I said to Gary afterwards, what that bloke in for? He said he killed his wife with a fucking shovel. Wow. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. and now he's And now he's cutting focaccia next to yeah. you. So, um, yeah, we ran the beachside bakery at Edelong, Edelong Beach Markets. Yeah, right. For many, I many years. Honestly, Trevor ever got locked up, how long he'd lasted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would just take to him. Like, like a pillow. He'd be, he'd be the best pillow <laughs> like in the building. a pillow. He would be. He'd be I was going to use another term, but even mm. I won't go down that path. I was being polite. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, anyway, bread makers. Uh, yeah, know, it was so just, it's a yeah. commitment thing. Yeah. It, it, but, it's, it, but it's satisfying. That's what I was going to say. It's satisfying, it's satisfying to exactly. wake up in the morning and go, we made this yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah. It's prep. Yeah. Do you know what the biggest asshole with making your own bread is? Mm. Cutting it. Like, yeah. we're so used to having sliced bread these days. Cutting bread. Well, you just the fact that like four, three kids want toast, mate. You got to you got to cut like five or six slices. Well, you can't get them in the toaster anyway. No, once you cut right, them, you're true. not going to get them that thin. No, yeah. I'm very good at cutting, cutting oh, yeah. bread. Yeah, yeah. really? Doesn't do you remember? When, do you remember I went to Husqvarna with Husqvarna a couple mm. of years ago in Sweden or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, Another rot. Was it Sweden? We, yeah, yeah. It was. In, in the town of Husqvarna, mm. and it was all about uh, was uh, chainsaws and battery operator stuff. Anyway, mm. so we're in the yeah. in the woods with this bloke who's a world champion timber uh, wood right. mop up bloke. Mm. Teach, shows us how to uh, fell a tree, and then there's a log there. There's a lumberjack. They give us a, yeah, uh, a nah, but he's like a, it's his sport. He's an arborist. Yeah, yeah. They give us a, a chainsaw, an and we 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 are to slice. So the the, the wood the wood's been trees. cut. And what's that mean? Shut up. They just work on the health. They're like tree doctors. The wood's been cut. Was an arborist. He cut trees down. Really? Oh, yes, we well, yes, that's one of the. It's like trimming trees. Yeah. Right. Yeah? Okay. Anyway, okay. So the wood's been cut, and we uh, there was like ten of us mm. from around the world, and we had to slice the, the, the wood like you would a piece of bread or cheese. Right. And the person that sliced the thinnest and the, the most consistent, so it's not a big wedge or anything, mm. yep. won the competition. I came second. Did, did pretty good. Very right. Using a chainsaw. Using a chainsaw. First time. Yep. I was going to say. Yeah, mate. Oh, Have you got one in the garage? No. Okay. No, I've got a great uh, edge trimmer. I just try to get that through customs. Got a really what, good chainsaw? Uh, hedge trimmer. Mm. Yeah, battery mm. operated. No, that's not good then. You need petrol. No, nah, mate. you got to you got to try. Have you got a hedge? No. I used to have a, I used to have oh, whippersnipper God. that was um, run off mains. Went like a bullet. Yeah, no, lawnmower. we had a lawnmower. We, we had a yeah. powered lawnmower, yeah. but we had a the, the lawn was lo- was smaller than this room, yeah. so that yeah. was fine. Don't use them when the grass is wet. Why? Oh. It's dangerous. What Electricity, water. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's-
is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. Right, we need to go back to the uh, the best awards. And this one this one could be problematic. Best right. small car. Yeah, this was How one small? that... Well, well, hatchback, I here's reckon. Here's the beautiful thing about EFTM. Who gives a rat's, mate? Okay. Whatever we want. Right. So, But not family car. You know, a small yeah. car is a hatchback. It has to be a hatchback. So, yeah. uh, Bowen... You nominated the i30SR, but you wondered whether it was not small enough. Oh, I think the i30 is a small car, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely fall in the category, yeah. Yeah, we're, well, not, we're not talking about bloody Fiat 500s mate, here. That is the best small car in terms of a performance hatchback at an affordable price I've driven this year. I went to the launch shop probably back in March. How much is it? Down in Adelaide. You pick one up for just over 25 grand before oh, okay. on roads. And when you say It uh, is a bundle of fun. Like it, Volkswagen Golf GTI Close, style? close. A little, a little bit behind that. But as the performance flagship in the vastly improved i30 range, I think it's a great little car. You haven't driven one yet, have you? No. I've got a couple in the diary coming up, okay. so I'll give you a chance to have a crack at one. Thanks. Um, Thanks talking Paul. about 150 kilowatts, so it's no slouch. And it's just got a vastly improved interior. It's bigger than the previous model. Um, 260 newton, 265 newton meters tall from a 1.6 litre turbo. It, it, I had a great time in it, Trev. It's it's okay. right up there with the best of them. So you're saying that it's not a you know Golf GTI style, but if you didn't have Golf GTI money, this mm. at least gives you a bit of the fun and the exhilaration and the driving yeah, it's, experience. It's bang for your buck, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jeffrey? Look, I I had the Suzuki Swift Turbo, and I had that for a week, and really is it the only it? small car you've driven this year. I mean, just just to be clear, have you um, driven more than one? I drove the Ignis. Okay, yep. I drove a few Suzukis, I should say. I've, I've, I picked up a few. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, yeah, great in, terms of, in terms of the way the awards work, if we haven't driven it, we ain't awarding it. Well, I can't. I, no, no, no I'm, thing, yeah. I'm, being, I'm, I'm talking about EFTM. If we haven't driven it, we yeah. ain't awarding it. So Mazda, you can get fucked. We're not, we haven't driven a Mazda aw- this year. <laughs> no. You know how much I've been wanting to drive the new That's going to help our calls with Mazda, nah, Trev. Who gives a shit? <laughs> if they won't give us cars, we can't, can't give them an out, award. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, and that's the way it is. And we yeah. say that for it, the, all the categories. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, this is the thing. These are awards for things that we've seen, used, yeah. like, love, mm. whatever. These are the best things we've seen. And, and to be clear, people will probably come back and say, oh, how could you not say it was this car? Well, again, you're right. If we haven't driven it, we can't. Exactly. Rightfully do that. So anyway, I, I had the Suzuki Swift and I really liked it. It had so many features as standard. So I was particularly impressed and it's cheap. It's like 22 grand. So it's a bit cheaper than the than the i30 SR. Mm. It hasn't got as much power as that car. So it, if we're talking about performance, the Hyundai wins. Mm. But I just think the package was really good. Again, I didn't sit in the i30 and mm. you didn't probably see the Swift either. No, so, I didn't. No. So we are talking about cars which we haven't each seen, but... Mm. I thought it was a lot of fun to drive for a small car. I used to drive a Ford Fiesta a, okay. long, a long time back, so I had that as a reference point as to what, how far they've come and was what really What about impressed. refinement, though? The Swifts have always struggled with a bit of a bit uh, road noise, plasticky. Plastics, um, yeah. They just don't have that inherent build quality. Yeah, right. I mean, hard plastics is always through the cabin. Mm. Um, mm. Apple CarPlay is standard. I was always happy about that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, bright. I don't know. It's got reversing camera. It had a lot of features that I was like, oh, didn't expect that. And for yeah. me, it was just a nice surprise. Yeah, okay. I should just say, the SR, by the way, starts from 28950 whereas the, the rest of the range kicks off from about twenty. So you're talking $28,000. Yeah, right after there's a premium model of thirty three. For yours, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Melbourne, I don't know, it feels like March or something, with Suzuki mm. to see the new Ignis. I didn't even know what Ignis, Ignis was. Mm. Yeah, right. Turned up and there's these tiny little cars, like 10 of them in, in the in the car park, and they are just all different colours. Yeah. And I don't mean a blue one, a white one, a red one. I mean the headlight uh, trim is different colour, the the, <laughs> the mirrors are different colours, the door handles inside, everything. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's a colourful car. Yep. And I was impressed by that. I think it's really cool to be able to customise your car in such a detailed way that it mm. might be the only one like that in, in Australia. Just, you know, along with your personality, whatever colours you want to do. That's not a reason to be best car, though. Mm. But, mate, this thing is sixteen nine ninety. Mm. Okay, now, if you can't get it for sixteen, you're crazy at a dealer. Yep. sixteen grand ish. it has got a reversing camera. Mm-hmm. It's got Apple CarPlay. And it goes at like 5.5 litres per 100. Yep. I've been driving it for... And and this and again, lifting the veil of, of the world that we live in, yep. we, we have weekly reviews and then we have a thing called long-termers, which mm. is where we get a car for maybe a couple of months or six months. You've had a Pathfinder. We're returning a Pathfinder tomorrow, actually, after six months. I had the 370Z early in the year for like six yeah. months. Mm. I've got this Ignis for a couple of months, mm. and that's because I own a Mazda 2. Mm. Now, I was sceptical because Jeff will remember clearly the day I, he picked up the Suzuki Ignis for me and I went yeah. to get it off him. And now Jeff works near a train station. And I went with the kids on the train, all three of them, and we walked up. We met Jeff uh, near the train, the train station. station. Yeah. Mm. 
And I said, mate, I'll give you a lift back. Kids jump in the back. And the kids are going, there's there's only two seatbelts. It's a four-seater. It's a four-seater. Now, small car is a four-seater. I immediately went, oh, that's disappointing because I really wanted this to be best sports small car. And I really had to walk walk back to the office. Yeah. And I couldn't (laughs) give a rat's. But then then I thought about it. We have never, ever had five people in the Mazda 2. Mm. Never. Because we've we've our kids okay. are different ages. We, we you, car seats, kids they don't all fit in the back of a Mazda two. Yeah, and frankly, we've got, a Mazda two is a second car. We've got a Commodore. If we, if all five of us are going somewhere, we take the Commodore. If two or three yep. or four of us are going somewhere, we take the Mazda. So, mate, I don't care anymore that it's a four seater. I've never needed it. It's never mm. been an issue. I've done two things this week on the Today Show that have required large space. The headphones, like the number of headphones I've got here is crazy. Yeah, yeah. That filled the back of the Ignis. No problem. Seats down. Yep. That stupid inflatable pizza slice that I had, I had to put the seat mm. forward on the passenger side and put it yeah, in. Yeah. So but there's 640 you know folding 60, seats? 60, it might be 50-50, 50-50, right. Yeah. Um, mate, you know what? It's a great car. It's yeah. easy to drive. Yeah. Its fuel consumption is ridiculously low. Mm. I really enjoy the car, and for sixteen, I I, I think I uh, our Mazda two was was we bought we paid cash. It was like sixteen five hundred or something like that. Yeah, it it's a shit car now that I look back at because it doesn't have an infotainment system or anything. Long in time it. ago, though. No, no, no. Time but, but the existing it. cheapest Mazda two also does not have Apple CarPlay. It may have a small screen that's yeah, right. you know um, yeah. uh, black and white text, but it's not yeah. an infotainment system that you might expect in a higher higher price car. Sure. Sixteen nine ninety, you're getting a touchscreen infotainment system with sat nav built in and Apple CarPlay. Yep. Reversing camera is excellent quality, which all Suzuki's are. Yes. I'm telling you, mate, I'm going to struggle to say that it could be anything over that car. If so you just... give the best small car to the Suzuki Ignis, this website's lost all credibility. So, I'm so, afraid. So here's, here's here's my comments on the Ignis because I did get to drive it a little bit. Yeah. I love that it's actually got a, a higher ride height. Than a normal because they call it like a mini crossover yeah. to, to micro micro SUV. Yeah. In that, I'm not going to bash the gutters as I park the car, which yeah. I which I did like. You know, I'm always worried about scraping the front of the car. But for me, it was it was a dog, mm. extremely gutless. Mm. And I'm, I'm, hey, people driving an Ignis don't I know, want power. I, I know, but we're talking about best small car, so I do factor performance in at least a little bit. So, when so we, we have to give best small like car like a, a performance. No, no, sometimes but like we have a to performance can be a safety issue. I mean, it has to be. An, it has freeway, to be an overall. You need a bit of punch. You need something. Piss off. Overall, overtake. best small car must have at least some breakdown and say, well, performance mm. is you know one out of ten or five out of ten, whatever. Yeah. I don't expect it to be that. Yeah, we give it to the GTI because we have to factor price. Well, on, on that so, basis, then it's it's stupid to suggest the the SR. It should just be the i thirty. The i30, in oh, fact, no, the I'd whole agree range, with that, absolutely. The whole range is But you're is asking me to name, you know, one no, particular no, no, small no, car. Yeah, right. No, no, I'm not. I, I, we, well, it's i30, hands down. It's Australian-tuned. It's got Apple CarPlay, reversing and camera. And if, if I back you up on that, it'll be once the N comes out, this performance model. Oh, well, that's a whole then, then you Then you have yeah. completed the i30 range exactly. of saying yep. that we're doing bloody well with it. Yeah. Coralie, little old lady, lives across the road. Hi, Coralie. She's bought an i30. Mm. Yep. You know what? It's a great car. It doesn't have front parking sensors, so she had to get those fact, uh, installed at the bloody That's dealership. Should be standard. Which is stupid yep. because they've upsold her on that. She must have the base model. And, exactly, but yep. this is the problem, mate. People aren't buying the SR. They're buying the base model of these Hang cars. Hang on. Has the Ignis got front sensors? I don't think it does. No, but I'm talking about the, the well, Poor Coralie if she bought a bloody range. Ignis too. It's a smaller car, mate. It'd fit in anywhere. <laughs> okay. I'm saying that we can't give best small car to the Hyundai i30 SR because right. it's a, just because it's a fucking performance car. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're saying we can't give it to the Suzuki Ignis because it's gutless, then we ha- we have to meet in the middle and say that the i30 range, mm. just the i30, is a great car. So Swift's out. Is the base model... Yeah, it's a shit car. Mate. Mate, I'll tell you what's standard. Apple CarPlay, Android. In the base model. Auto, yeah, for, yeah, this is standard across the entire range. Yep. Satellite navigation with speed zone recognition. DAB radio, standard. Doesn't work Wireless charging, standard for compatible phones, of course. Yep. Then you've got the premium models. You've got LED headlights, etc. etc. So wireless et charging in the i30. It's got... Uh, I mean, no. Yeah. Bullshit. 100%. Well, you put the phone in the center console and it charges. And it charges. Mate, can you ring... I need one of those next week. Okay. Because the yeah, iPhone, sure. I'll just ring them up and get your card. It's not that easy, champion. I've got to myself. Um, I'll sure ring them again. Yeah. Look, it's got great infotainment system, very clever uh, safety systems, autonomous braking, which is important these days. Hang on, it's got it's got that as well. Absolutely, uh, I'm starting to get a bit more impressed, Trevor. Yeah, it's good. I'm just saying, I'm getting a little bit more impressed. It can actually detect vehicles. I'm, I'm swinging. Is there movement? The city, I'm, I'm the city braking system can operate up to 180 k's an hour. I mean, why would you be going that quick? Uh, I'll, All I'll, right, I'll, I'll drop my entry. He's dropped his entry. I'll drop it.
Mm. All right, we'll leave it. Uh, we'll leave it for the final decision. But I would suggest that we we've narrowed it down very well to a to a range. Yeah, the I thirty overall. The, I think the I right third. You count. can't you can't deny that the overhaul to that car is phenomenal. Mm. It's not just a you know body upgrade or anything. They've fully rebuilt that car. Yeah, clean sheet design. Australian tuned, as you say. So yeah, let's uh, let's put that one on the list uh, for best small car. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. EFTM. Mate, I don't drink coffee, so I'm out. That's it. Right, so I'm... Bowen. Yeah. I'm all over coffee. I, I love it. Not a connoisseur. I mean, I drink Nespresso, which some people bag heavily. I sure. mean... But, you know, it's better than instant. Far better than instant. And I think I think that's where Nespresso fits. They're in between the full connoisseur and the instant coffee. But right? aren't they? They're the apple of the coffee world, aren't they? I mean, it's all about marketing. Mate, it's a very glamorous product. That, George I mean, Clooney's one of their spokesmen. Glossy magazines. I mean, they yeah. it just makes you feel good simply when you get the, the delivery each month. They have a store. It's, 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 delivery it is isn't no, it's, it's a boutique. They, they have boutiques. They delivered every month. Do you the have a coffee, sub- the capsules. Do you, yeah. do you have a subscription or something? You, you don't go out of the store. I mean, it's too far away. There's only a handful of them oh, anyway. I'm going to chime in. Do you know what's good about them? Go if you want to buy this gift, you walk into the store at Chatswood or somewhere, and you yep. say, I'm buying a gift for Jeff Quattromani. Yep. What's he drink? And they'll tell you, and they'll they'll give you the, the variety, the flavor that you like. Yeah. Oh, I look they forward to that. They literally have a database of stuff. I'm not buying you something. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. So anyway, so Nespresso, I've got a machine, you've got a machine. Yeah. We at least know about them. They contacted me, made me sign an NDA. It got mm. pretty formal. Mm. They had a machine That's a coming. non-disclosure. Yes, very um, serious document. For people who don't know in the industry. Yeah, I, I had to sign saying that I wouldn't talk about talk. this until today. Mm. Now, I've been using a new Virtuo machine. Right. Now, Virtuo, I won't define it for you, but essentially what's happening is Nespresso is changing and reintroducing a whole new pod range. Mm. So what I mean by that is the current size capsule that fits into all Nespresso machines yep. There will be an entirely new pod size, right? Which won't fit into any existing machines. Damn, right? That feels like the Apple Lightning connector debate. It very much is like that. So yeah, it very much is. So like it's that. a much bigger pod. It's a bigger pod, mm. and they're doing it for larger coffee drinkers. So if you like a long black, mm. you're probably going to fat people or just people that drink a lot of coffee. People drink who like big coffees, yeah. Mm. So if you um if you actually try make a long black with a current espresso machine, it gets quite watery. Yeah, and people are sort of well. The longest black you can pour is what they call a lungo, which correct in terms of a long black is hardly in here. I mean, how many would that be? One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty mil. Nothing. So they're starting to focus to some people. You're right, and they're focusing on the three thirty mils, which is where people really get a decent long black out of it. And uh, talking to the global product manager today about it, he said to me that the Nespresso machines that we have today were actually designed for espresso drinkers. Of course, yeah. So super short black drinkers, mm. which which is why, no wonder, mm. it was never very good for long blacks. Mm. So anyway, I've been testing this machine. What I love about it is that all the pods in this uh, new range have a barcode. Mm. They have a barcode because every pod which has a flavor also has a particular size. Mm. So no pod is for all size coffees. Right. It's getting confusing, right? Mm. So you yeah. buy you buy a pod for a long black. Right. So you're buying one of those sleeves yeah, for long black coffees or a whole sleeve of the same flavor for espressos. Sure, sure. Which may piss people off because Right. So you need to buy two sleeves of the same flavor if you want to have the choice of different sizes. Yeah. That's that's even I get That it. for me is a huge issue. So yeah. someone comes Bad over thing. and all of a sudden I think I need to start thinking shit, I hope I've got pods for the one the coffee that they drink because yeah. they don't want a long Yeah, they might not want it. Anyway, you put the pod in the machine, you close the lid, no more pushing different size buttons. It just reads the barcode and produces the coffee that it's meant to produce. But it makes that coffee as good as possible. So it's not trying to stretch one pod into a long black or make waste a pod just to produce a short black. It is doing the right size for the right coffee up front. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting machine. The actual machine is very silent compared to the ones that we've got. Mm. So much quieter process. And it actually is, for me, producing better espressos than I was getting out of my older Nespresso machine. Mm. Problem is, the pods are going to be more, more expensive. Yeah, well, I was going to say, so how much are we... Because normally that... So both size pods don't upwards. fit anymore? No. no. Right. Entirely yeah. different this pods. Is like, yeah. This is controversial. It's almost like changing, you know, what the charger on an Apple phone. You've been you listening to me. Right. What is there, a fucking echo? <laughs> Did you say that? Hi, Trevor. <laughs> Oh, Trevor's fuck. back. Can we take that out? That's all right. <laughs> so, yes, it is the exact same controversy. Because I said to them, I said, hang on. So, for me, I can't just go buy the new pods and put mm. it in my old machine. I have to actually go and scrap all the stock that I would have yeah. and buy new stock of pods and buy the new machine. Like, who is your target? Must Mine be- was a $600 machine, too. Yep. Jeez. So, you can scrap it. 
Yeah. It's for me is a is a huge thing. Don't for they them have like a trade in program or anything? No, nothing like that uh, was mentioned. So how much is it going to cost? The machine. No yeah. pricing has been announced yet, but I'm allowed That's to actually talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Are the pods yeah. still aluminium? Yes. And so, I mean, they've got a recycling scheme because a lot of people yeah. criticise Nespresso. There's a lot of waste involved and a lot yeah. of aluminium, yeah. which is a massive problem. Mm. You know, can't you just throw them in the, in, the, in the yellow bin? You can't. And, uh, no, no, you no, can't. The they same. actually, you can. They'll send you a satchel, which you then fill up and post back for free. For free. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, I mean, most people chuck me in a bin. Yeah, no. no, no one does that. You know. Yeah. So there's a lot of aluminium. Lying I'm outraged. I'm such a greenie. I'm outraged. Me too. So look, I love the machine. going to be available. It's going to be available in November. Mm. They haven't even got dates for when it's going to be in stores yet. But people are starting to see rumors of it online. Yeah. So they're like, just, just start talking about it. So I'm allowed to at least mention that it's coming. If you're a big, long, black drinker and you hate your Nespresso machine because of it, yeah. so that's your go market. and buy the new one. That's your market. That's it. And Okay, last question. Is there an aftermarket? Like, Can you put your thing on eBay? Yeah, of course you can. Did you get a couple hundred bucks for it on eBay? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. So a massive long black drinker. I'm not really a long black drinker. No, anyway, but, but so if you I were, the need to if you then were in this appealed, yeah. you could throw it on eBay, upgrade. Yeah, sure, what do you reckon it's going to cost? If a current one's 600 or so? Um, or oh, this, no, this one's a bit all, fancier they, as there's well. There's hundreds of different machines. Well, I'm going to okay. go around the four or $500 mark okay. as, can, a, as an early guess. You can pick up one for 100 Yeah, but then again, your pods will be more expensive as well, so at least a dollar a pod. Yeah. All right, let us know if you're a long black drinker. Let's hear it. Hashtag EFTM. If you want to use VoiceBite, download VoiceBite. Give us a 15-second or up to 15-second bit of audio. Hashtag EFTM. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. All right. Let's wrap it up with another Best Award discussion, which I think is very valuable. Mm. Okay. It's useful. It's, mm. it's easier to chat about than on WhatsApp, I'll be honest. Um, wireless sound. Okay. Now, Bowen hasn't had an input in this because... He, he he really does smart home and cars. Hang on, why um, does let me Bowen just say I've had this? no real experience with wireless headphones. Yes, I think uh, no. Well, we're talking. You gave me just a pair of J, is a Jabra or Jabra? Jabra. Mm. You gave me a pair a couple of years ago, and I've I've used it once or twice. You can't charge it now. You know, with these sorts of batteries, you've got to constantly recharge and discharge. So it doesn't doesn't work. That was my right. only experience I ever had with wireless Bluetooth headphones. So this category. Um, I'm going to have to remember. I don't really remember exactly what happened last year, but I think we split up. It's on the other tab. Oh, it is on the other tab. That's yep. a good point. But the year before that. Anyway, um, wireless sound uh, doesn't tell me what it went to, mate. It's um, Good stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good use of the tabs. Excellent. That was for distributing the awards. But wireless sound last year, I think, went to, or it might have been home theater, went to the Samsung Soundbar. Yeah, but a good product too. And then you went wireless sound on something else. Yep. This year, you've suggested the Sonos One. I have. Is that that new thing with the voice assistant? The one we spoke about oh, in the last shit, show. shit then. It's not going to win. Wow. What was your was your, your suggestion? My suggestion? Just before I say I'm not going to win, a pair of in-ear noise cancelling headphones. Are they the Sonys? These are the Sony in-ear noise cancelling headphones. The these things are, I'd lose instantly. These are three ninety nine, and oh. they are remarkable. Mm. The sound is exceptional. It's as good as an over-ear set of headphones. Yep. The noise cancelling is intelligent, so it uses an app and it knows that you're sitting down, you're going for a walk, and it, it increases the ambient cancellation based on what you're doing. Yep. Only three-hour uh, battery life, uh, nine hours with the charger. So you put them back in here, and it, gets, it gets it gets another juice, uh, seventy-five minutes of juice yep. for a fifteen-minute charge. Mm. Um, they're, they're the negatives about it, like a low battery. Um, the case is a bit weird, um, and it doesn't have touch controls. It's got a button on each side. Yeah, okay. But mate, for three ninety-nine for three ninety-nine, mm. when you buy a set of Bose or Sony over-ear headphones, they're four ninety-nine. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars cheaper. You're getting this. I believe the same quality audio. Oof. Okay, an audio file is going to hate it, whatever. But sure. for me, amazing quality audio comparatively. Yep. And, mate, when I look at so I'm just going to say headphones, right? Because I've had a bit of experience in the last few weeks, right? right? Sixty of them. I've never seen more headphones in my life, and yep. I've I've listened to a lot. It was fun to take them on and put them on and listen to different things. Yep. They're exceptional. Mm. And this this stupid fitness regime we're on, we'll talk about when we wrap up the show. Sure. You know, I've been I've gone for walks and I'm listening to different headphones. These are amazing. They're, they're, the, ones, they're the ones you're walking with? Um, I've been I've been splitting every day. Yeah, okay. Different ones. Um, but these did not anywhere near come close to falling out, even though they don't have the little hook that goes in your ear. There's a bunch of things. Mm. Quality is exceptional. The noise cancelling is amazing. They're the only and the first in-ear headphones with active noise cancelling. You can't, you can't tell me... That that little tiny thing there, yep. having active noise cancelling, does not deserve to get best wireless sound. Can I ask why that's not best innovation? Um, because you've just said so many things that are firsts, yeah, but you're and just, that blows you're just, my mind. You're just trying to push it into another category. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, because I think you're right. That, that is a remarkable product. It's remarkable. It is. 
because it's got a number of firsts. The benchmark a couple of years ago in terms of in-ear noise cancelling were those uh, Bose. Bose QC20s. Which but weren't they, they wireless, were obviously. Had they the were cabled. And Compared they... to those... How does the noise cancelling rate with these new sites? Just as good. Just as, Just good, as good. Yeah. The only issue but is... they were 400 odd Mate, the only issue is then. I can't take these to America. Yeah. Because they only last three, three hours. three hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're actually... They're, what they're doing is taking noise cancelling out of the plane and putting it into office workers and people who just want to have that mm. extra level of noise cancelling. Yep. A lot of people have asked me, two people asked me, Matt Thompson, Melbourne, a mate mm. of ours, Bowen, said to me, mm. can I wear them to bed? I wear headphones to bed. I'm like, mm. well, you could. But, Wouldn't you get them stuck but, in your ear? Like but, if you roll over, you're... But they're only going to last three hours. Yeah. Um, the reason they're not best innovation is because they are clearly a, a sound product. They are a wireless sound product and that is the, the award they deserve to win in my view. Yeah, interesting. And I, I, we talked last week ad nauseum about the Sonos One. Yeah, I know. Sonos make a great speaker. Yep. Um, it doesn't currently work in Australia with all, all the services that are going to come. So as Correct. it stands, it's not really an amazing product. So, and, and in terms of a wireless sound product, yep. uh, you know, mm. Sonos... It's the same It's the same technology that they've had yeah. in all their prior speakers. Mm. The reason I put it there was more because of how future-proof that, that Sonos one is. Yes, there's no voice assistance available in Australia on it yet, but I promise you that if you were to buy it today, you won't be replacing that for at least five years. Whereas those, I don't know what the lifespan on that would be. Oh, How long would I would I really keep that? Is that for? an issue? I didn't think that was a fucking just something I was I had Jesus. in my head, you know. Yeah, mate, you're just trying to shit can them. Do you feel a bit self conscious walking around in public? So, and I mentioned this in my review. I cannot wear the Apple AirPods because I know I look like a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, um, and that yeah. was my only and then negative you put the about AirPods them. on. Yeah. And then. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I might all wore these on the train the other day. Didn't feel self-conscious at all. Mm. Um, they the main, always look like hearing aids. Mate, the main problem is they do stick mm. out a little bit. The main problem is people don't know you're wearing them. So we're still at this point where people don't know because there's no cable dangling. Yeah. I was at work the other day and one of the announcers turned to me and you know was waving at me. I'm like, oh, I've got headphones in. He goes, oh, I didn't even see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think we're a long way off being you know mm. globally and especially in Australia acceptance yeah. of these kind of things. Mm. But in terms of wireless sound, I find that very hard to beat. Yeah, look, great point. The case is a bit flimsy. Yeah, I, I mentioned that in my review. It's a, it's a yeah. weird, it's a weird mechanism to open, but mm. you know who gives a rat's about that? It's about the headphones. That's right. very interesting. Thanks. Yeah, Jesus, put them in his pockets. <laughs> wow, it sounded like Modern Family when it started. <laughs> we have got some weird intros, haven't we? Listen, um, let's just wrap up here with a fitness check. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I've been wearing this Ionic. Mm. I like it. Good. I do. You I really do. like it. Yeah, I like it. You're a skeptic. I still wouldn't buy week. one because yeah. I'd go on Apple Watch any day. Yeah. Um, I've just discovered how hard it is to hit 10,000 steps. Mm. I find that very difficult. Can be. Um, I, I, it's I, about an hour 20 of walking, I've discovered. 10,000 steps. And I did 45 minutes stride. and I only got 5,000. Yeah, so well, yeah. no, so you're telling close. me I need to go in and tell it more about my stride? Yeah, you can. Uh, mainly via body measurements, so how tall you are. That'll okay. help. And, yeah. and, and it, it uses your dominant hand. Um, so, uh, so I... So the hand you're right with, obviously. Mm. It calibrates There's no chocolate left in, based, based on that. There's no chocolate left in the office. Mm. I'm not... I have had chocolates you in the week. You still look like a fat heap. So don't try and Jesus claim Christ. that you've lost weight during the course of the week because it's made no difference visually. That's Your physique's exactly the same as last week. Just stop looking I know, around! I know you're going to claim that you've lost a bit of a kilo here or there. Mate, you probably just didn't drink two litres of water today. Mate, I've been drinking more water than anything. All right, that's all I drink. Mm. So, um, so no passion or whatever that's no, You know, one of the one of the drinks he bought me last week is still in the fridge. Good stuff. Really? Yep. Um, I, I, no, I, but here's the thing. Mm. Uh, the reason the weigh-in is, is critical to be done regularly yeah, or yeah. at least uh, intermittently, what, consistently. Yeah. Uh, mm. I did, mate, I, my scales are outside my bathroom, so I just jump on them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you notice that mornings and nights are different. And my first weigh-in was at night yeah. uh, after yep. we bloody did this. And you know, I was 106 or something like that. Yeah, Friday I night. very quickly, and I said to you, I said, I will drop heaps in the first week because mm. just, you know, stopping the ugly shit is, is going to make a big yep. difference straight away. So Getting all the shit out. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically after two weeks when I get to, I don't know, 102 or something, yep. that's when it's, okay, I need to try and get a kilo a week. Yeah. That's that's when it gets hard. Yeah, right. But, you know, walking's been easy. Mm. I've done yeah. two two good walks now where I've, I've kind of found the ex, the, the kind of outside of the, the suburb and just walked mm. it, mm. Some, some hills and dales. Mate, I even jogged today. Like I got to the uh, about three quarters through. Oh, and I, was like, oh, I, I, I can't imagine. I thought I'd get some running. pace on here. No, yeah. it's easy. So you put your foot down. So okay. over seven days, you've averaged what forty three thousand six hundred thirty one. Oh, We're looking at data. Jeff's now. on forty thousand eight hundred ninety eight. I'm struggling on thirty two six six eight. 
My wife's, oh, on, wow. fi- my wife's on 52,000. I've didn't. I, I just looked at this for the time. So yes. oh, I'm ahead of Jeff. So, I'm, so this we, is seven day you're, you're combined leading, total. You are leading the well, EFCM weight loss challenge no, no, in terms no, no, of no, steps. performance. Steps, mate. Yeah. So I've got to be clear on this because my biggest gripe with Fitbit is that everyone talks about steps. Yeah. It's stupid. It's For me, it's stupid because I'll go to the gym and I'll sit on a bike in a spin class for an hour mm. Like come out dripping sweat with sweat, and it counts for nothing on Fitbit. Doesn't count. Does it ever come off your nose? Oh mate, it drips. It drips right down. Oh, we did that last week. (laughs) Oh mate, we'll do it every week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's anyway. So, Bowen, quickly, your thoughts on the Ionic? I think it's great, and look, I'm really uh, enjoying paying for things by swiping my watch no, so the FPOS machine. ANZ works on it, yeah, beautifully. That's great. I mean, I don't, you've tested a whole range of smartwatches. I've never come across one, so I'm absolutely blown away from it. Yeah, it's we very, had we didn't mention that last week yeah. that you can make use it for tap and go and stuff like that. I think like the that. back of the band is a little bit uncomfortable oh, sometimes. See, this is what you need. You need this one. This leather band yeah, is pretty okay. sexy. Well, where'd you get that from, champ? They they gave it to me. Yeah. Oh, mate, thanks very much for looking after us. I was I looked after you guys. Is it actual leather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you looked after me? I've got the crappy grey thing that came with it. Oh, hello! Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the leather band is very good. Don't do that. He's, he's so rude. How'd you do that so quickly? So well, the, anyway, the little notch so yes, it turns out you can change the bands on yeah, it very quickly. The notch sticks to the out point like, that people pinch them. I was bathing my son the other day and it was sticking in the back of his head. I was wondering. Well, mate, why you're the one that fit me. Hang on, how does that go on? The other one, you have to push the, you have to insert it, do you? No, the, once you do that up, you've got like a, um, you don't have a loop a, on the vi- band. It's not a visual no, Yeah, that's what you've got to do. You've got to push the thing that's into shit. the, that's, I okay. said that to you last week. So, was a ladies and gentlemen, band. if you do buy a Fitbit Ionic, mm. get a different band for it, because I don't like the way that the standard one does yeah. it from what oh, things. So. There you go. Yeah. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. That's my. Why are we wogging it up for? That's your ID. Because um, we're our biggest fan we mentioned wog me. in the room. Oh. Wog's out of work. Oh, no, he's the one in work. Racist. <laughs> he's in work. <laughs> he is. <laughs> this bloke. I can't believe you hold down a job but still get to go to cruise launches in the middle of a day. That the was day. lunch. I just, just went out for lunch. I just went out for lunch, Barn. Don't you? You posted pictures of yourself right. having wine at like 11.30 in the morning. The Penske files and important. God, I had some wine, I'll be important honest. Thing. Just a drunk. All right, we value your Woman's feedback. Day, a big fan. I can't get this bloody band to stay back in. Can you work that out? Um, we value your feedback. EFTM is the hashtag if you're on Twitter. If you're on Facebook, uh, hit like. If you haven't liked us by now and you listen to the podcast, it's a very strange thing that you're that engaged with us that you're listening, but you don't like us on Facebook. I find that very strange. Mm. But um, oh, we, give, give, we give away stuff on Facebook. What like, a thousand, really good stuff. $1,000 projector this yeah. week. Yeah, I'll be surprised bucks. if you're not listening, what, watching our stuff on Facebook Thanks as well. The, it uh, is a good Facebook page, I must say. Bloody it's, awesome. Uh, I'll look at it every morning and just go, gee whiz, we've got good gigs. <laughs> All right. All righty-o. Thanks, boys. Let's do it again next week. All right. Love you. Goodbye. What? <laughs> love you. Just talking to the audience. Okay.